What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladder Falcons Nation is in the house today, people. Friday night madness. What's up, people? Free agency talk. We talking about all NFL today. What's going on, people? I already see y'all in the chat. Got a new member in the beginning of the show. Go ahead, new member. Myron Jackson. Hey. Get first priority. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate Thanks. you, Myron. Myron. Thanks, everybody, Myron. for tuning in. Yes, yes. What's up, Mr. Motivator? What's up, everybody? Before we get into these Mr. introductions, Motivator. let's get into who we are in case people don't know. Start with the man in the white up top. If you don't know, well, now you know your boy, man, Mike here. Um, I'm one half of the quote-unquote ownership of Atlanta Falcons Nation, the lady who runs the place, the face that runs the place, I should say, uh, Mrs. Who? Miss Maggie TT. What's up, people? What's up, people? What's going on? And who we got below us serenading everybody? What's going on? <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because I'm going, like I said, everybody knows I'm just K Styles. Let me put it no, in. No, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. You didn't let me finish. You gotta let me finish. All right, <laughs> my bad. Screw me. Screw, so, screw me. So, um, I'm gonna start off like this. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I'm just K-Styles. I'm just K-Styles, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? Reginald, Tell, I see y'all in here. I'm going to get to y'all comments in a moment. Terrence. Gaines. Everybody. Realistic Landy, what's up? Mr. Motivate, I think I mentioned you. Marco. What's up? Tony, Ricky, Gaines. There's quite a few of y'all. What's going on, people? How's y'all Friday night going? Damn, I'm about to say Tony, Ricky, Reggie. I'm about to say you got the new, new edition coming up in the damn (laughs) show. Miss Asia, (laughs) Miss Asia. Asia, we need you. Well, I wouldn't say all that, but okay. <laughs> She's a moderator. She, she, we need a mo- we need our moderators. Oh yes, yes we do. Exactly. Yes we do. Yes. So, what y'all finna start off with today? You want to start with the headliner that we started with, Mr. Deshaun Watson? Y'all want to get into that? Oh, hey, I think let's get that off of the our chest. I want to get that on my chest. Um, uh, uh wow. Um I'm gonna say this. Um This is a delicate situation. Um and we're going to get into the trade market and all this um as far as like um what we expect to happen if teams are being scared away from them or is this a negotiation tactic um by the Texans to try to ruin his uh the ruin his market to kind of get him 
teams is you know not to trade for his services like it's it's for me it's delicate and i'm i'm bear with me i'm i'm get it out i'm i'm get it out i'm trying to be i don't want to be I don't want to seem like I'm just on one person's side because this is a delicate situation. And we have men and women who have been in situations where they have been, um, you know, sexually abused, assaulted, and they've been in those situations. Like I've been in a situation that I don't really care to go too deeply into, but I've been in a situation where things have happened to me. And I understand a victim, you know, they could be afraid um, of doing certain things, of saying certain things. So I don't want to be insensitive to those people. But at the same time, you got, we all know the climate in this world right now. And without getting too political, like I said, we know the climate in this world, whether it's black, white, Asian, you know, the things that just happened to uh, the, the mass murder. Mm-hmm. The Asian community where they just the dude just went in there and shot what four or five Asian women just come on like we know the climate so I understand that it's very sensitive but I just I, I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna uh, kick it to Jessica Styles or Miss Maggie um yeah, damn go. damn that was good wasn't it oh that was good I'm just yeah, kicking okay Damn! Oh, that was good. Damn, that was good. Um, yeah, Mondays at seven thirty. Let you know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right. But um, uh, hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this right quick. I just don't want to be insensitive to those who, because we don't know if these women are telling the truth. We don't know if they're lying. I just want to know. I, I want to just say that if he did something that he should pay. And I don't care about being black and we got to support black people and all that. This is about being right and wrong. And if he's wrong, he should have to pay. And if you, if those women who are, if they are telling the truth, then they need justice. So that's, that's where I stand right now. It's it's probably not popular, but I, I believe in, you know, the justice system. I mean, despite a lot of issues, but I, be, I believe that everybody deserved their time to, quote, unquote, be heard. Uh, so you want, you want, you want me to come ahead on this topic right quick? And I'll okay. After you. you said you might, you, you said you, you might say it's an unpopular topic. I'm going to go at it like this. It's funny that this came up all of a sudden. Because mm. they said the first, they said the first, the first lawsuit, the first lady, he, they said he did it in March of last year. Mm. Second thing, nobody said, nobody talks about the fact that the lawyer that is putting these lawsuits out on Deshaun Watson is actually a friend of the McNairs. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, Their wow. Name. So, 
Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. I ain't know uh, y'all. I ain't know we was gonna be talking about this, but I, this has been a topic. I mean, it, it's pretty that. much, you know, it's what's happening right about now. So, right. you know, we had to kind of catch on a, just a little bit. Of course, we ain't gonna get too deep because it's all no, allegations, just yeah. like the Ti and Tiny situation. To bring that up too, right now it's all speculation, allegations. It took, right. you know, somebody's proven innocent or guilty. So, right. but go ahead, K Styles. Oh. Another thing too is they never said that these these women that were that that were in these allegations were team masseuses or outside source masseuses. Mm. We never we we don't know like where these women are coming from. Like I said, we don't know we don't know how Deshaun Watson lives his life outside of football and all that. But like I said, let's just keep it a buck here. It's almost this, this sounds like a sabotage scheme. Because he because he basically said he don't want nothing to do with Houston. Now I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna I'm not littling the victims or nothing like that. Like I said, if it comes out true. But it's like the timing that timing of it is like it's very 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 funny style mm -hmm. the timing is funny style because he's the last one left that wants to get out of houston and you have to think about it. he just got paid last offseason last offseason so they're they're invested in him but my question is why would you want to sabotage your quarterback who you just paid who i gotta, who I gotta ask or who who you, who who you want three number ones for? Cause remember, two days, but two three days ago they wanted three number ones in the second round for him. And then all of a sudden these allegations come up, and it's like now he's like I said, like now he now he got all this back. Cause what a lot of people don't talk about is, and I watched Undisputed earlier today when they was talking when Shannon Sharp was talking about um. There's a little code. There's a code in the NFL rule book to where if the commissioner comes down, you can get put on the exempt list, even if you're not found guilty, as long as there's allegations going around. So and the reality of it is it almost seems like oh. it seems like they try they're trying to get him out of the team without paying the penalty. Because if you get exempt, like I said, if you get put on the commissioner's exempt list, the team doesn't have to pay you. That's where I was going with that. Miss Maggie, what you got on that? I mean, it's just because he requested to get out. And like everybody said, it's a little suspect. It's definitely, I agree with both of y'all that it's, it's, I mean, no offense to the victims, but and you know if it's true it's true but it's just to the level of the many of accusations that's piling up if he's just that habitual of a assault person that's that's a you're getting away with that for that long to be you know and now all of a sudden it's coming out at one time that's the part i'm trying to 
get in my head. It's like if somebody mm -hmm. felt victim, you tell me all these. I think Asia said about twelve accusations right about now. You're telling me not one. That's what she said. It's twelve. Wow. You're telling me not one felt the need to come a little earlier. Exactly. If if they're so victim. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm just saying. Like, you know, is it a collective lawsuit? What's going on with that? I don't even know the detail. That's why you know it's a it's a sensitive subject. So I don't know all the ins and outs of it. But right. I will say this. I will I will say this. This is something that I know for sure. Is that NFL owners they don't just have um well, they just don't let their players, especially highly touted players, just walk around the city and walk around the world without being watched. They're paying these guys hundreds of millions of dollars. It's just millions of dollars to play for their organization. They know what their background is long before this goes into the draft process. Um, it goes into everything. They know everything about you. And for them, for this to come up all of a sudden, like I've I haven't I've heard nothing but good things about him going back to college. I heard you know nothing what? but it, good. let's highlight what John just said. It's kind of in line with what you just said, saying Watson has not shown a history of anything but being an excellent citizen. All this would have come out during the scouting process when he was coming out. They were saying if it's that many women, that's a whole time span of shit happening. You're telling me that now they're just coming out? I mean, we heard that shit for years with R. Kelly. I mean, like I said, it might be an episode of Let's Buzz, all right? But <laughs> we, heard this, we heard this shit like for years about R. Kelly. Like in the, in, in the 80s and uh, the 90s, we were hearing stories about R. Kelly allegedly dating young girls and things of that nature. So these things just don't come out of nowhere like if you are a predator alec these your behaviors things that you say it will slip up like you heard bill cosby say some questionable things even um like when he doing interviews and things like that so it just doesn't come out of nowhere so to say that this guy is this way i mean anybody can be fooled but the signs are always there when you have someone that has some type of criminal um intent of behavior issues and like for me like i said it's kind of funny but being in a situation i've been in a situation where you know i, I could have been a victim um i don't want to belittle the person that may be a victim Exactly. But this is kind of funny as hell that all of a sudden he wants a damn trade, and here we go. Twelve people coming out of nowhere in less than what a month or two after he requested to be traded. Everybody else got the hell on, but y'all want to destroy him. Everybody, you let JJ Watt walk free. You gave you damn you gave um Hopkins away for a damn chicken nugget sandwich. And everybody else just walked away free. But this man here, you want to try to ruin him? Why? Why is it him? Just why? It seems kind of funny. But we can go to the next one. If, if you guys don't want to expand on it, we can go to the next topic.
Let me get to this uh, last one. What William said, it's all because he wants out of Houston. They want um, them out of, they let him go without paying him all that money. Right. The only thing I will say about this though, like, like, like you said, just think, just think about it. And, and, and Maggie said it, said, said it the best out of all of us. If it's 12 to 22 women here, there's a timeline. So mm -hmm. you have to remember the McNairs are an extreme right wing family. Mm -hmm. You have to remember that. You have to remember this is the fact this is a family that um that basically funded like Donald Trump and the right Woo! wing. Boy, boy, boy. But at the at the end of the day, like I said, it's just all funny style. It's, it, it, it's the timing is the timing is fishy, and like like uh, Bowling Ball said uh, in that comment we just had, it was um, two things that, like he said, if they do it, it'll avoid it'll avoid his contract, so they don't have to pay because you have to remember Deshaun Watson is the second highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Mm -hmm. Well, I think third. What is it? Let's say we're gonna say in that top three, and they don't want to pay him because he doesn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. They didn't make it no better. You gave away his all his weapons. You pretty much gave gave away his defense for nothing. What has he got left? Like I said, you told you told him that when he signed the contract, he was going to be involved in helping in decisions with the franchise as far as coaching, players, and such and such. And you went under you, and then like I said, you promised him, and then you 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 you, you did this behind your back, and did all the decisions without him. That's the real reason why he wanted to leave. Mm hmm. Y'all can tell I've been thinking about this shit all day. You can tell. <laughs> and Nathan, Nathan, I I honestly don't know all the details of everything. So right. you but, never know. It could be recent. It could be past. But like I said, the key word is allegations. So we don't know mm -hmm. if it's true or not. The man would have been in the league four or five years. Damn, he must have been raping. I mean, damn, my bad. God um, damn, you said the wrong word. <laughs> I said it wrong. I said wrong word. He, he must have been really getting busy. I'm talking about really getting busy. Like 12 women? Yeah. Like, for real? Yeah. Like, yeah. good gosh. All silent until now, though. It's just, that's just the. All silent. See, the problem is, like I said, we don't know what massage therapy pits are these. Like you say, if they're team. Therapists, there's codes and conducts, so they not mm -hmm. finna take that chance. No, it, he apparently flew one in, so it couldn't be in a team. If this is what's going on, it couldn't have been yeah. a team therapist. And then, like, man, that just sounds like it had a relationship with this, these people, this person, or or hell, or hell, it could have, or like I said, there's too many variables here, or it could be a situation to where. He flew this girl out. He promised her the world. 
Like he was gonna be one of the chicks. He said no, I'm not down with that. And it could it could be one of those cases. Like I said, we don't know. Like I said, the timing of these allegations is suspect. Uh-huh. We had it. Look, look, we 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 dealing with the same situation with Ben Roethlisberger down here in Georgia. We know about that situation. You just had Chad Wheeler like two months ago. You did that. Remember, Josh Brown from the damn Giants admitted to beating his wife. Y'all did nothing with that. Listen, the NFL, you know, we didn't even go into that because we can't go into that right now. That's a whole. I'm about about to punch a hole in my in my computer right now. That's a whole (laughs) nother topic because man, the NFL, the NFL. A lot of people don't got away with a lot of stuff. Just saying. So, cause, cause I want, cause, cause my 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 definition of the NFL in this case, I'm not gonna say it online because I said I wasn't gonna say that. So we go on to the next topic. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> that was a somber moment, so let's go ahead and move on, liven it up a little bit more. People appreciate y'all too. Right, oh, before we get into it though. Make sure mm-hmm. y'all subscribe to Atlanta Falcons Nation because we are officially Ooh. at 900. And we're trying to get to 1,000. Actually, let me see what our count is. Correct. No. Yeah, Reginald Banks said Joe Mixon. He Ooh. said Joe Mixon punched a woman in the face. He almost lost his career on that. And that was before he got drafted. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Listen Falcons Nation is 904. 904. Good, good we job. need to be at 1,000 before the draft. How about that? That's our goal. We need, we need 96, 96 more people before the draft. Mm-hmm. To hit Atlanta Falcons Nation. Yes. <laughs> but what's next? What's next? What, what we got? What do we have? Hey, man. Um, you might as well just go directly into this. Yeah, let's go directly into it. Um, what do you think? <laughs> Eric um, Harris and Brandon Copeland. Hmm. I know I seen I seen some Twitter. I seen some some folks on Twitter talking about they they poo poo these moves. Yeah. <laughs> but here's my thing. You have Eric Harris, who is a capable starter, who has started. He he, like I said, he's always around that eighty tackles a season. So you know he he got the physicality. Uh-huh. And you got Brandon Copeland who just came off of five sacks last year. Like I said, these are these are the type of picks that you have to make when you have limited cap space. Um, and I noted, and I had actually noticed that a lot of people that poo pooed these moves were folks that wanted quarterbacks with their fourth overall pick. I'm like, if you want a quarterback with the fourth overall pick, you're going to have to make moves like this, like these. These are not top-tier guys, but these are productive guys. Mm -hmm. Affordable guys. (laughs) You can't. Like I said, with the limited cash space we got, you can't get a top-tier free agent and draft a quarterback with the fourth overall pick. That's impossible. Bruh. 
We ain't got no damn food stamps, so stop asking for shit you can't buy, okay? We can't yeah, buy. We can't get lobster. I'm sorry. We got to get rum and noodles. That's what we got to get. Like I said, I know I know everybody got their stimulus checks and all that shit, but goddamn, you can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. You cannot afford it. So that, that's, that's my thing, man. Um, Eric Harris, I, I've seen, I pretty much looked at the film on him. Um, I've, I've always stated that what you're getting from him is a solid guy who's going to be in the right place in the right spot. He's not going to wow you with the, you know, electric uh, intercepts and diving over players or, you know, playing like honey badger. You're not going to get that type of um, play from him. Every once in a while, you'll see him get a, you know, make night plays. Um, he'll, he'll make the, the solid tackle. He can play both safety positions. Um, something that you need in a DMP system because you're going to be able, well, in his system, you got to be able to um, do multiple things. You can't just be a cover guy in DMP system because he's going to send his cover guys on blitzes. You got to be like what what's name said, uh, Falcons, Hawks, Braves, extraordinaire. This is Dean's P's defense, not Dan Quinn's as well. Right. That's, and that's exactly it. That's exactly why I was going into it. Everybody's so used to seeing, you know, one particular player doing everything on Dan Quinn's defense, and that's usually Grady, Jared, and Deion Jones. Everybody else just follows suit. So we're used to not we, – like, we're not used to seeing solid players that can do one particular thing well. And this is what Copeland does. Copeland is a guy who's primarily a tackle and blitzing guy. Special teams. All right. That's what he does well. He blitzes well. He got five sacks last year. He's a very good blitzer. All right. You got Eric Harris. Eric Harris is just solid. You're not going to get no flashy plays from him. You're going to get Ricardo Allen him with him with more athleticism and a bigger body. That's what you're getting from him. So it's like. I don't know why people were so in love with Keanu. Keanu mm. Neal sucked when it came to coverage. He sucked ass in coverage, okay? That's why he tore ACLs and tore Achilles because his ass was sucked. He sucked in fucking coverage. But he's, 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 he's an absolute beast when it comes to knocking people out. I love it. I love to see big hits. But I want to see a motherfucker cover too. I don't want to see you him constantly getting passed on or seeing somebody... Like we we how many times have we seen a damn a safety? No, let go back to the you said that the other show. You said that the other show when uh what's his name is um the wide receiver Aguilar Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar, Aguilar. dropped the damn pass on the sideline. Who was over there? It was Keanu. He was late on the pass. He was late. He was late. He was late because he can't cover. But we love guys that can't cover. We love guys that are flashy. And like I said on Twitter earlier today, Atlanta Falcons fans love people that are just flashy and cute. Cute like Miss Maggie. That's what they love. That, that's all they want to do. They love flashy and cute people. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Get out of that. Shit. <laughs> you got to get out of that. Okay. And Paul said, I'm glad they wanted to change it up a little bit. And I have a feeling this might be our most important draft. And you know what? Yeah. It's going to be a very calculated draft. It's going to be 
we're gonna be glued so y'all better be tuned in to our draft show because we all gonna be locked in for this draft exactly because because this is a new regime so they gotta hit on this draft oh yeah you, you can't make no it. mistakes mm -mm. none and then, like you said, when, when you said about Keanu Neal and how he can't cover, you have to remember, this is the new NFL. If your safeties can't cover your defense, it's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Eric Harris is not flat. Like like you said, Eric Harris, is, he is not flashy. You don't have to be flashy. You got to do your damn job. That's all it's about. Do your job. Yeah. I think like, he can well, do it. Ricky said he like guys that's gonna will come to work. Exactly. That's it. I would like us to trade back and get those good tough players, i.e., Certain, Zavin, or um, I guess Azili, however the hell you say his name. Like I say, it's set. It's set up like that because from what it's looking like, from what it's looking like, like we don't like I said, the quarterback. Like I said, the quarterback thing. Like I said, everybody's still pushing that narrative about the quarterback, and and we getting the quarterback. That's the thing. Everybody yeah, know we got to get one. We got to. But like I said, that's not that's not a toughness pick. Like I said, they're getting guys that have high. And a high character locker room guys. That's what it's looking like right here. They're not getting no powder puff suit wearing guys, but they're getting locker room leaders. And that's just as good as getting any high profile player as long as you have those good leaders in there. You no know, guys that fought their way up to getting playing time. You no know, guys that went through the grind to get where they at. These are the guys that they're signing. <laughs> These comments, y'all are tripping. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm going to say this, too, about Ricardo Allen. Everybody love Ricardo Allen, but look, I'm, look, he was the absolute wrong thing that was – he was wrong for this team. Why am I saying that? Why I say that? Ricardo Allen was damn a goody fucking two-shoes, Okay. <laughs> He was a goody fucking two shoes who was scared to run his damn mouth when we needed him most. He pussied out when every time the damn every time the team needs somebody to say, "Look, y'all fucking up." Ricardo Allen, he was quiet as a damn church mouth. He did what mm, I was about to say something, but he did exactly what Dan Quinn and Thomas Demetrio wanted him to damn do. He's a goody fucking two shoes. I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of it. The Falcons defense, somebody need to speak up when that bullshit game plan never worked. How many times do we got to see that damn cover three fail? Game after game, year after year after year after year, y'all get beat the same damn way and then Ricardo around and say, we got to play better. No, motherfucker, you need to go talk about, you need to go put damn Dan Quinn in the damn place. Tell him to stop calling that bullshit ass that damn cover three. The cover three ain't fucking working. But he never said nothing, but he the fucking captain. Excuse my damn language, but I'm tired of these damn choir boys on the defensive side of the ball, including Grady goddamn Jared. Choir boys. 
Brady Jarrett say something. How many times have we seen Deion Jones say something? Nobody said nothing. Every week, every damn week, you see that same stupid look on their face. Oh man, we just gotta play better, man. We gotta we do just gotta better. Play better. It's the brotherhood. Brotherhood. Hey, hey man. Hey, hey. Like I said, it, it, it's on, it's on the equivalent of just saying we'll get them next time, Tiger. That's all it is. Is we'll get them. We'll get them next time, Tiger. We don't need, like I said, I know everybody's tired of that culture. I know everybody's tired of it. Like I said, you see, Mike, Mike almost just went on a on a serious ass uh, rant. Here. Man, look, Woo, this Friday man. night, we got to get one that Mike rant. You got exactly. Oh, exactly. Like I said, if Mike ain't getting one ran in, you know damn well people going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, since you said that, hold on. I'm, uh, it, it's almost coming up, but I think we might have the Falcons defense uh, might be showing up on the show tonight. Oh, uh, not now, but we're going to do it. We got, they got them coming on later. I just got the text notification for it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, wait a minute. They said they decided to show Uh-oh. up today. Hold on. They, they said they decided to show up right now. Yeah. What it? What it? This is them right here. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Got Dan Quinn leading the choir and everything. Rose up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Marco said, I feel like um, all the change the Falcons make this year will, uh, we will be better this year. I feel like they need to get the best players available. Good vibes, good vibes. And that's and that's what it's setting up to because they're they're addressing important positions mm-hmm. without without spending a lot of money. A lot, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you you like I said, they're setting up positions to where now you can get that best available player. And it's going to make it where it's comp- uh, competition between those mm-hmm. positions as well. So everybody going to be playing up and. You're going to have people in their natural positions and everything. So they're going to utilize everybody where they need to be in this game. So I feel like we're going to see, we're going to see a lot of people that was like, who it's going to be a lot of players on this team. That's going to be like, I don't, you know, it's going to be a lot of that, you know? So, cause we haven't seen everybody's full potential yet. Exactly. The running game. <laughs> oh, 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 the running game. That, that, that's the walking. That was the walking dead last year. <laughs> you motherfuckers, <laughs> they were damn zombies right there, boy. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed to run the ball. Absolutely, <laughs> Millie Mills. Uh, positions to, um, he wouldn't address. Exactly. Because all, 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 all Smithers wanted to do was get the best available offensive players. That's all he wanted to do. Uh-huh. He wanted to he, 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 he wanted the greatest show on turf, but he got he he got the Willy Wonka defense back then. Or or I uh, might remember we can't call it the cover three. No, we can't call it the cover three. Remember, it is the <laughs> spooky Hana, Amber Rose. Only fans defense. 
That shit was wide open, okay? If you it don't get it, it's wide they, open. They get bust wide open. <laughs> Little to no choke. <laughs> oh, Alice Edwards. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I want I want to address this right quick. Yeah, Alice Edwards. I did look at J2 Feely. Oh, like I said, that, that is a second, third round guy right there. He doesn't really have that upfield burst, but as a pass rush, as a, as a, no, as a run run specialist, he is definitely good. He reminds me of Demata Paco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He I probably don't know who that is. He, he was a former Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got that Demata Paco. Like I said, he's not going to wow you as far as being – like that flashy pick, but the mm-hmm. thing is, he has that kind of nastiness, that 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 mentality of I'm I'm finna throw your ass off me. You ain't finna put your hands on me, type of guy. <laughs> right. Get off me! Get off me! <laughs> but um, Maggie makes an excellent point when it comes down to um just the competition. Like this is where accountability was just lacking with the team. Like. We saw time and time again, I don't know how many damn times we saw Robert Alford kill a drive because not even kill a drive. He killed a whole game because every other play he getting holding as a passing defense on number 23. Like how many times have we seen him himself kill a game? Like he killed the game. This dude was the most penalized corner in his best year, and we gave him $38 million. That's the lack of accountability. That's trying to make something, make a guy something that he's not. Those guys aren't very good. They weren't, they like these guys weren't afraid to lose their damn job. Yeah, and I want to add to it. I want to add to it. We had captains that wasn't acting like captains. As well as it wasn't no type of just like who was it? Uh which um former player that came on basically was like. You got to go to the captain to get to the coach, that type of thing. It was like a respect factor. It was Chris Drell. Chris Drell. It wasn't, it's none of that. And we got to get to that because everybody's job on the line now. Exactly. And that's how they should feel at this point. Yeah. And, and Your ass Al- is gone. And to Alex Edwards, if you ask him, should the Falcons draft Jay to Feely, if they get the chance, yes. Because mm-hmm. he's 6'3. 325 pounds. Perfect for no tackle. He's not very explosive, but for me, this is why I say I'm 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 tired of damn choir boys. It's like I don't want to make it seem like I don't want to make it seem like Grady isn't a choir like he's a choir boy, but he wasn't saying anything. And for me, when you know there's a problem with your team, I mean say something in some type of way. Like, look. I like you can say things without actually saying it. And Debo never stepped up. Grady never stepped up. And I, I'm I'm positive that they wanted to say things, but being that they Grady was just trying to get paid, and Dion trying to get paid, they had to secure their bag before they start running their mouth. And a lot of these players, and, and I get that. But now the time you secured your bag, you got that money. All right, show me some ass. Show me some skin. All right, I, I didn't come to goddamn Strokers or, or Magic City to see your goddamn clothes. All right, I don't want to see your lingerie. <laughs> Take that shit off, okay? 
That's what I'm talking about. Show your ass right now, Grady. I need you to show your goddamn ass. I need Dion. Y'all need to speak the fuck up. You got paid. Now tell us the truth. What's really going on with this defense? You got a guy in Dean Pease. If you have not seen the video where uh, where um, uh, Rodney Harrison says that Dean Pease, he welcomes players' input. This is your time, Grady Jared, Deion Jones, to share your input. He does. He's not one of those coaches that that limits you from speaking. Speak your mind. I want to see a much more vocal Grady Jerry. I want to see a much more vocal Falcons defense. I'm tired of hearing Matt Ryan come to the, oh, I messed up. I should have did that. We never hear that from the damn defense. We never hear that from the damn defense. Well, I got to do that. Well, we just didn't play. Any, we we did, didn't play well. We'll get them next time. I mean, that's like you said. That's like, we'll get them next time, buddy. <laughs> that's what we get from the defense time and time again. Made me want to punch a damn hole in their face. I got the perfect example. This is no picture. But remember when Julio Jones was out, he was getting in Grady Jarrett and Deion Jones' yes, face. On the sideline. On the yes. sideline. And that's not even his side of the ball. Exactly. Julio was frustrated. He was getting into the coach ass. He remember was, that? He was looking like yeah. Deion out there. Mm -hmm. I say we had some leaders, but not everybody that's supposed to have been leaders wasn't. But mm -hmm. but but the problem is, like I said, this year they're gonna have to show their ass because if they don't, this could be their last year in Atlanta, especially just like Chris Crash Bash just said, they will be replaced. They can be replaced. And like I said, we love them, but Mike made it a point earlier this week. Grady Jared ain't he ain't even sniffed seven sacks in the season yet. But we want to run. We want to run Matt Ryan and Julio Jones out of town. Look, look, like I said, Grady Jarrett, in my opinion, is the second best. He's the second best defensive tackle in the league. I love him. I got, but we need the fucking sacks. Period. We need the fire. We need the fire. We need the fire. <laughs> what what Rick James say? Fire and desire. It's time to see Grady Jerry go to the backfield. That flame, that flame goes out real quick. Could I understand he gets double teamed, but there's a lot of opportunities that he could have had that he didn't finish, neither. The, but it's not so much as him on the field, but it's about him in the locker room. Like you said, you want, you need you some guys that's going to rally the troops. And that's the kind of folk they're going to be looking for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need a uh, Ray Lewis. <laughs> Ray Lewis, Terrell, Suggs, and Dominic, whatever, anybody. Mm -hmm. The one, the one thing, and 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 Reggie, let, let me let me uh, clarify why I say like I need guys to be a vocal leader. I don't care if you're screaming and yelling on the sideline. When we look at the defensive side of the ball, we see Matt. When we look at the offensive side of the ball, one thing for certain that we see, 
we always see Matt Ryan and Julio Jones talking to somebody on the sideline on their side of the ball. When the defense, when the offense is on, on the field, the defense, they cut to the sideline. We don't see Grady Jarrett talking to nobody. I don't see him talking to Dion. I don't see Dion talking to anybody. Those are your two leaders, and they're not communicating with each other. They're sitting on the damn bench with their arms folded, looking damn stupid. Hold on. Let me demonstrate what they do. They're still sideline like this. And that's it. That's exactly it. Not everybody is a vocal leader, but you can teach in other ways. You can get excited. You can lead in other ways. Not everybody is a Ray Lewis. Not everybody is him. I, I get that. But damn, show me something. Don't be Tweety Bird sitting on there like. <laughs> I'm gonna cut my dreads. I'm gonna cut my dreads. These fans are fake. <laughs> <laughs> they show fake love. They oh, hate yeah. Oh, yeah. Roddy Brown. I forgot the other one, too. Hold on. He said, Don't forget the option. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> But I do feel they go slowly get rid of all of the old. Mm -hmm. yes. To be honest, it's going to be revised over the next couple of years. Watch, trust, and believe. They're going to slowly get rid of all of that era. Oh, I definitely believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. And that's and the Arthur Blank and Rich McKay expressed uh, most in their uh, press conference. It was not only just it was more so the accountability with the coaching staff because the coaching staff like they set the precedent in the locker room. So if the coaching staff, if their accountability and they, you know, if the coaches are putting up with certain things, guys not saying anything, and they want guys to play it by their rules and people can't be vocal. You're going to get a soft-ass defense. You're going to get a soft-ass team. So it starts with the accountability, starts with the coaching. Nathan Nothing. Nathan said, Nathan said the coaches allowed them to act the way they act on the sideline because it's what they were doing themselves. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm gonna just say one thing, and y'all have to y'all have to go back to the Arthur Smith, Terry Fontenot press conference. Accountability and no yes men. Mm -hmm. That's what they're going for. Like you said, they're open to suggestions. Now, if you're scared to get those suggestions out. You gonna hit the midnight train out of Georgia? <laughs> Sorry, we love them, but the expect, like you said, you got to have the accountability and the expectation for these players. <laughs> Isaac, <laughs> you know we need some. We need draft some players on child support. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah, but yeah, they, they playing for something then. They gotta pay them bandits. Is that is that when it said Antonio Cromarty about to come back into the league, go back into the draft. Big <laughs> low think I won't cuss players out on the sidelines. <laughs> See, the thing is, you can cuss players out, but like I said, there's been footage. I don't know if anybody saw that footage. Uh, it was a peewee coach, and he literally hit the child in the helmet. Like I said, you don't have to go that far, but you must instill a type of fear. Fear. Exactly. You got to straighten exactly. up when that coach. Exactly. You need you need yeah, yeah. come in the locker room. It's like, oh, let me get right up in here. Oh. You guys check out the interview what we did with Chris Draven King the Four. Yeah, that's, that's what exactly they talk about. They said mm-hmm. when Dan Reeves came into the locker room, they straightened right. up. They, they knew he was about business. When mm-hmm. the coach comes in, you straighten up. The Falcons see Dan Quinn. Everybody want to high five and who have said a- Julio is a? We didn't say that. Where you get that from? Ooh, I'm sorry. Ooh, ooh, who said that? I, that ain't come from me. We said he's a no, leader. That's not what we said. What we said, the defensive side of the ball, let me repeat it. The defensive side of the ball, I called Ricardo Allen. I said the people on the defensive side of the ball, those guys were yes men. What I mean by that? Never, nobody really, nobody really spoke out of turn. Nobody st- spoke out of pocket until Dan Quinn was gone. You never heard them say anything negative about Dan Quinn. That's damn impossible. How the hell you? How the hell are you four and twelve or in five, and you ain't said nothing negative about your coach? You ain't said nothing negative about Dirk Carter. How is did, did you guys see the bullshit that he was calling this these years? And nobody said anything about him. And you trying to tell me that he's not a yes man? Ricardo Allen is the definition of a yes man. Everybody like him. I like him. Ricardo Allen is a great guy. But he's a damn yes man. That's the reason why he was the captain. It wasn't he wasn't the captain because he was good. The motherfucker ain't been good in five years. Since 2016, that's the last time Ricardo Allen was good. Even that year, he went all that good. But Julio, come on, stop, stop. And Reggie asked, "Are we got? Are we taking some um, call-ins tonight?" Um, we can, if if can. that's that's something. Yeah, we can. What's next, though? <laughs> Let's get into the topics. Then we'll, I guess, the Q and A. We'll we'll open it up for that. Yeah, we're at, uh, at the Q and A, but the next one we got, we're gonna talk about this one, um, and then we're gonna go to the Q and A. Um, but the Falcons and Eagles on Kyle Pitts. There's a lot of speculation um, surrounding the NFL that the Falcons are interested in for the tight end um, Kyle Pitts, as well as the Eagles, and there's been speculation of whether or not um, the Eagles want to. Um, offer the Atlanta Falcons um, or go above the Atlanta Falcons and try to uh, negotiate a deal with the Dolphins and go above them to get Kyle Pitts. 
my I want to know what your thoughts on this. Um, personally, I've always stated that the Falcons should trade down. Um, I don't necessarily think that Kyle Pitts would be a wise choice. I think he's one of those guys. Um, I think he's going to be a star in the league. I think I'm not going to say star. I think that's taking things way too far, especially for a rookie. Um, I think he'll be a very good player. I think he's a matchup problem. He reminds me of a lot of Shannon Sharp. Uh, what Shannon Sharp uh, was, Jeremy Shockey, those guys had lean bodies. They were fast. They were quick, had great hands. And he's just a matchup nightmare. Um, I would not mind, like, if you put him in the slot with Calvin Ridley, um, Hayden Hurst, Kyle Pitts, um, running those double uh, tight end sets, and you can easily turn that to a two or a three. Like, there's so much, so many things you can do with Kyle Pitts uh, in itself. Um, I just don't think the Falcons should uh, be able to go. But if the Eagles are really into that guy the way that they are, um, what is the compensation uh, for it, K-Style? What do you think the Falcons should um, gonna, uh, or, or act for when it comes to that spot? Oh, you already know what the value is going to be for that spot. Mm-hmm. You're going to swap picks, and then you're going to then you're going to take the Eagles' second round pick. I don't know how many second round picks they got, but you mm-hmm. take that last one. Now that sounds crazy, just moving back two spots. But mm-hmm. if you look at how where, where these picks get value from, it depends on where you're moving from, on how mm-hmm. much you gotta give up. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I like I said, Kyle Pitts is a that that is a fantasy draft pick. That's like mm-hmm. one of those, that's one of those draft that's one of those draft picks you make if that's one of them draft picks that you make that um if your defense was solid and you had everything around you, you would just pick and just because guy you go with. Right. But for this sake, it ain't gonna. It, like I said, it don't make no sense. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of it. Um, I'm just not a fan of it. Uh, I'm not a fan of Penn School at this, at this point at that spot. I feel as though that the Falcons have to. Um, like right now, it's just we have a lot of spots to fill. Just with the roster in itself, and that spot just financially for us just is conducive to filling the roster. And um, I, I would love to have, I would love to have as well, but um, having him the offensive line, and then we still have issues on the defense side of the ball. Uh, I just I would much rather trade down so at least I can get two, um, whether a, 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 a defensive end like Gregory Rousseau. I know a lot of people probably just don't believe in him. I believe he's going to be a pretty good player just on his this his length and this him being a project player. Um, you can do some things with project players. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't realize this, but you look at Julius Peppers, like he was an athletic freak. Greg Rousseau is an athletic freak. 
I mean, just that alone, you can do some things, especially with a guy like Dean Pease, who knows what to do with anybody. He loves to experiment with players. He loves to send blitzes. He loves to send these guys in zone blitzes or whatnot, drop a defensive end out. I think you get a guy like Greg Rousseau, you kind of move him around and do like um, like they did with um, – like they did with uh, Julius Pepper. They put Julius Pepper all over the field. So um, I would rather, I would much rather trade down from that spot than take, um, I, I, I just don't want to take Pitts. Not at four. I just, that's a luxury pick to be honest. Um, but let's get to this. Um, uh, Emmanuel Margie, uh, new member, uh, appreciate it. We definitely appreciate the love, man. Everything that you guys donate to the channel. Uh, and, and we're going to have a, a lot more film for, film breakdowns coming for you guys. So you guys stay tuned for that. Anybody who's a member on uh, the Matt Mike membership. Also, what is get to this? Let's get to this. Uh, where is it? Five. Five. Okay, five. Five. I'll trade down for many picks as possible. Um, I think that's the I think that's the best way to go at this moment. Um, like I said, man. Um, I don't think you could go wrong by getting more picks. Um, especially when you have a hole at the nose tackle position. Um, I know a lot of people. Uh, thinking that Tyler Davidson is going to be that guy that's going to hold down. I don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a part of a rotation. But you kind of bring in a guy that you can either, you know, put alongside Grady Jarrett. Um, you put alongside Grady Jarrett so he can eat. Uh, one thing I've always said, if you put a defensive, ta a defensive tackle uh, alongside Grady Jarrett, uh, um, Grady Jarrett is going to wreak havoc. That's one thing about Grady Jarrett is Grady Jarrett is Grady freaking Jarrett. That dude is an absolute monster. All right? He can get to the quarterback on the uh, playing defensive uh, playing defensive end. He can get to the quarterback playing defensive tackle. It doesn't matter. You got to have somebody who's going to occupy, occupy space and eat up space alongside Grady Jarrett. So when you got a Dean Pease who is going to put – his linebackers in spaces where the defense or the offensive tackles are going to have to recognize these guys. He's going to have to recognize these guys. Um, you can't just put, you know, you can't just say, all right, Grady Jerry is on the left side of uh, the left side of formation. We're just going to load the left side of the field. No, Dean Pease, if Grady Jerry is on the left side, guess what? Dean Pease is going to send blitzes on the right side of the field. That's how he is. He is a hell of aggressive. He's going to force you to cover every aspect of the offensive line. He's going to force you to do that. So when it all comes down to it, man, um, trading down for the, for the most picks, getting the guy who can uh, help occupy the space with great chair so he can eat and just keep the offensive lineman off of the, you know, the linebackers. Because Deion Jones is a small linebacker. Deion Jones is a small linebacker, and you give him more space where he can just roam and be free. We've seen what he can do. He had pick sixes. He's had um, he's had pick sixes. 
Um, the team in sacks. I think he had like four and a half sacks. So he can get after the quarterback. Him for you, they can get after the quarterback. And if you use those picks to kind of, you know, get death on the offensive line or the defensive line, um, this Falcons team will uh, do uh, wonders, man. So um, let's go to the next question. Um, we need to focus on both. Um, here you go, John Crowder. Um, we need to focus on both lines and the secondary. This is something that I said, and I don't know how Kevin feels about it, but this is how I feel about it. I don't think the Falcons have an issue with secondary. I really don't. Um, and hear me out when I say this. In a DMP scheme, He's going to force the quarterback to hold to get rid of that ball a lot sooner than what he wants. He's going to make you uncomfortable. He's going to make you uncomfortable. He's going to make the quarterback uncomfortable and throw the ball a lot sooner than what he is. So a lot of these, a lot of the, the corner, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, he's going to, a lot of the, the secondary, the cornerbacks, the safeties, these guys are going to be used. And they're going to have to – they're definitely going to have to um, – they're going to have to sit back and sit on routes because they know that he's going to blitz. And when he blitzes, the cornerbacks are going to have to stay in their spot. So um, they're going to have more opportunity to jump routes and a guy like AJ Terrell is a guy that definitely is – he has that ball skill. We saw the interception. Um, I forget who what the game was, but he had an interception uh, where he just bit on the route. Um, they got immediate pressure. They got immediate pressure, and he, he jumped the route and got the interception. So um, he, he's definitely a guy that can, that can get after the quarterback. Um, that can uh, jump these routes and having a guy like Dean Pease, man, he's going to make those second. He's going to make the corners a lot better. He's going to make the the um, he's going to make the safeties a lot better. We don't know what we got in um, Kendall Sheffield because he played in the shitty ass scheme that covers three scheme will make anybody look trap like trash, especially when you don't have a front four who can get after the quarterback. So I, I don't think the Falcons have a secondary problem. I like Isaiah Oliver. Um, he can be one of those guys who can actually tackle well. He's one of those guys who can not only tackle well, but he can um, he can play safety. He can play strong safety. He can play free, uh, free safety, and he can play in the slot and outside. So the Falcons have options in the secondary. They just have to get depth. What do you think, K-Style? We can't hear you, sir. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. He had to change up a little bit, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby, baby girl, she, she, she trying to go to sleep, and you know, <laughs> she, see, she see daddy online. She want to get in here too. No, you know how that go. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, um, basically, depth has been a problem for this team for like the last four or five years. Um. 
you, like I said, you must, like I say, you must address the trenches. We've been beating this drum for like all last year, all last season, and we're gonna continue to beat it. Um, let me go before I finish. Let me go ahead and hit Brandon Levy's phone. He said, "Bad not pass on Kyle Pitts for so Pitts is a moss like talent, instant red zone threat, gives defense the blues with a toothache." And I got a, um, I got a uh, video I want to share. I'm trying to upload it. Hold on, hold on, Since we talk about free agency, why do everybody want all these pretty ass fucking uh, like all these damn centerfold IG models? Like I don't give a damn about no damn IG models. We got two IG models on our goddamn team already. Julio Jones and Calvarelli. Stop with the prissy shit, okay? I don't give a damn about that. We we have a we should have enough of that already. Stop with the pretty picks. We got enough weapons on offense. We got Matt Ryan. We got Julio, Calvin Ridley. We got two first round picks, okay? And Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGarry. Hayden Hurst, that's it. That right there, we have more weapons on one side of the ball than people have on one team. We got more weapons on one side of the ball than people have on one team. We have at least seven stars on one side of the ball, but yet we want another Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is not going to do anything for this offense that we are we haven't already seen. This is one of the greatest offenses in the entire history of the NFL. That 2016 team was a history-making offense. Why do we want more offense? We need to build a defense. So I'm sorry, but I'm tired of all these prissy-ass, pretty-ass players. I'm tired of it. I want some big uglies. I want them, I want motherfuckers that look like goddamn... Like SpongeBob, okay? Crab <laughs> <laughs> cakes and everything. That's what I want. I'm tired of all these motherfuckers. Okay? Sausage next defense. That's what I want. You say you want you not not SpongeBob. You got you you're talking about doodle bob. Doodle bob. <laughs> doodle bob. That's what you want. That's what I want, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Shoot. I'm tired yeah. of all these pretty ass players, man. I'm tired of all these pretty ass players. I'm sick of it. I apologize, but I'm so sick of all these pretty players. Let's get some big uglies. Let's get some goddamn, some big ass damn Grady Jacksons in this mug. Exactly. Um, come think on, man. It. What happened to them? Yeah. Think about it like this. If you had a world full of bad bitches, <laughs> your game is not correct. If the world was nothing but bad bitches, and you ain't got the right game, or you ain't got, or in this case, the right game plan. You ain't gonna win because you need some ugly. You need some ugly. You need some ugly girls in your life. <laughs> we need some ugly. <laughs> so like, like I said, to hold you down just for a little bit. <laughs> how you gonna know if you? How you gonna know they pretty if you ain't got no ugly girls around? I mean, damn, that sounds so wrong. Oh man. Oh my god, that was wrong. But I have a video that's going around about um since we're talking about free agency, period, in the NFL. Well, not free agency. Well, we're talking about free agency, but we're talking about the NFL, period. So um, this video right here. 
What you got? Say it one more time. What you got, Jay? So that's going around. Okay. He said they he ran a uh, four point four one. So, what y'all think? Can you still hit? Can you still hit all nine routes on the field? I, I'm talking. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> like I said, four four one sounds good. If you're a skilled player, it's a luxury as a quarterback, but you still have to hit all nine routes. How are you going to run a four-four when four, five people are rushing after you? <laughs> Some people it's say not no. that easy. How are you going to run a four-four when you got four people? It's it's actually more. It's actually people on the field that run four threes, four twos. Okay. Them linebackers are not slow these days. So all that look, look you look all cute running a 4-4-1. But what the <laughs> hell, like like K Style said, can you hit all nine routes consistently and accurately? I don't give a fine. Why he ain't why he ain't posting damn videos of him throwing footballs? I don't give a damn about him running. Play goddamn running back. And that video going viral right about now. Because you have to you you have to look at it this way. For the last 12 to 15 years, that 40 time don't mean jack shit. Mm-mm. When you ain't got when, when you got when, when you got pass on, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. You could train, you could train for a 40. Easy. You could train that that that's what that's what it is. That's that's all the 40 really is. It's it is a trained. I'm trying to find a word for it. It is a train drill. Yeah, that's a train drill. No equipment on top of it. That's it. That's like, yeah. I, look, I can run butt ass. Look, look, I can get butt ass naked, but I put on the goddamn a hot ass camouflage suit and a 98 degree hood. What do you think? Uh, you think I can run faster butt ass naked or you think I can run faster on fire? <laughs> on fire. I'm telling you, I can run a goddamn 4 2 if my ass is on fire. Okay, I guarantee it. So, all this 4 2, all this 4 2 crap. Look, I don't, all this 4 4 crap. I don't give a damn. He's a quarterback. I don't give a flying frenzy. Okay. Let me look it up. I'm looking it up, Reggie. Unless you can hit me up on Instagram or Facebook if you got the video. As long as it ain't nothing copyright, though. Right. Let's see. I'm going to look it up. Because you, like you said, at, at the like I said, at, at the end of the day, the main drills that they want to see him see him show video of is them quarterback, them, them timing drills. That that that's gonna be what he's gonna get judged on. What, like seriously, who the hell? I don't give a damn about you throwing no damn. Like, I don't give a damn about you running no damn forty time. The hell I care. You a damn quarterback. I want to see you throw the damn ball. Julio need to be. I want. I want to see uh, videos of you throwing the ball to Julio, throwing the ball to Eric Stokes or whoever the hell. Okay. Give a damn about you running no damn forty. You ain't gonna run a four four away from a damn defensive tackle like Aaron Donald. Good luck on that shit. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. 
Exactly. Because you, you have to remember that 40, he's not looking at a D. He's not looking at a defense, and he ain't worried about no defense uh-huh. getting in his hands. Uh-huh. Come on, and before, anybody, and before anybody says that, okay, uh, uh, I'm being hard on him, this is for every quarterback. That's every quarterback, not That's just him. Every quarterback. Because you know you're gonna have you know you're gonna have that little section of the space <laughs> that's gonna say, um, I'm hating on Justin Fields on his 40. Like, no, bro. Like I said, they got they there's as both people know, you got timing routes, you gotta know how to be able to read defenses. That's what you're gonna be judged on. Like I said. College and pros are two different animals. If y'all, like I said, and athleticism is important. Like I said, it, it's important. That's, that's it. <coughs> oh. I found a video. I think I could upload it. All right, let, let me just say this. Athleticism is important, but it, it doesn't, it's not important in the NFL. All right. What the, what, everybody in the league is running a four to just everybody in the league, most of the guys, especially the skill players, are running a four two between a four two and a four six. Most of the skill players are running between those times. So everybody's running pretty much the exact same speed different weights and whatnot so to say that athleticism is important that's not what separates the guys in the nfl this is why tom brady tom brady can't even run a goddamn five flat but he's been in league for 20 years why because he's smart his intangibles that's what matters in the nfl so athleticism in the nfl is only good or only important when you can separate it with your intangibles, that's what separates athleticism. That's what makes NFL players in the league great is their intangibles, not their athleticism. So, hey, like I said, we're not, like I said, we're not hating on Justin Fields. They're going to put this out here because he got. Got Zay Green and Lyle Pat G pretty much saying we hate no Justin Fields. Look, if y'all people, want me to hate on them, I hate on them. I don't give a flying flizzy. We, we, we can ask you. He, he don't have give a flying flucker. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what y'all call it, let it be. I'm just telling y'all the truth. That it man, could be, it, it could be a lot worse than what we saying. Yes. That dude is not a very accurate quarterback. Just go look at the game and watch. Uh, was it Washington? Yeah, it was Washington. The dude couldn't. How about Northwestern? Northwestern. That's what. That's. I always get the colors mixed up. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> come on, man. The man couldn't beat our Jake from. You the number one player in the whole nation. And you can't beat our Jake from. Get out of my damn face with that bull crap. Man, let's go to the next topic. Let's go to the next topic. I'm tired of hearing about that bomb. That dude can't even beat out Jake from we're here talking about y'all hating on him. He need to hate his own damn self. He can't even beat out fucking Jake from But y'all want him as the number one damn quarterback in Atlanta. Get out of here with that bull crap. 
Mike, um, I'm gonna hit you up in the Give chat. Me Zach Wilson. Let me know if this is okay. <clears throat> Keep going, y'all. Y'all go to the next topic though. And then yeah. you want when y'all want to open up the chat. Um Look, man, I ain't look. I, I ain't necessarily on one. I'm just tired of this bullshit. We're talking about fucking Justin Fields, like he's some damn superhero. Oh, I like this motherfucker. Goddamn, save the world from Thanos or something. Like, damn, this motherfucker ain't did shit. He lost. He lost to Alabama twice. <laughs> he couldn't even get. He couldn't look. The dude couldn't even get on the damn field. In the national championship, in national championship, in the championship game, they put his ass on the damn punt team. But y'all want him to lead our our whole franchise? Why? 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 I'm just like you said. I'm just not a fan of like like everybody keeps saying trade up for these quarter for this quarterback. I, that's what I'm not a fan of. Let's see what these chats talking about. Talk stat stop it from is holding a clipboard. Fields will go top ten. Like I said, anything can happen. Like I said, this is the draft. Like I said, anything can happen. Anything, all the possibilities will happen. It just depends on what do they want to do. The logical sense will be trade back. Mm -hmm. The fan, the, the fan, the fan favorite opinion is draft the quarterback and trade man. Uh oh, okay, style stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, they hating on me. They hating on my stream. They hating on my signal, man. I'm sitting here on that Ricardo Allen stream. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey man, look, look, y'all can call it whatever y'all want to, but I'm not up here losing to Alabama two times in a row. I'm not up here throwing interception to scrub ass Northwestern. All right, I'm not the one who can't beat fucking Jake Fromm out in a damn and, and as a quarterback. All right, I didn't run to damn Ohio State, so get off my nuts. All right, y'all yeah. get off my nuts. All right, get off my nuts about Jay, uh, Justin Fields. He didn't. This is some. If he if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be saying all of this. He did it to his damn self. He sucked. So he ran his ass to Ohio State, where he knew he was gonna start. Okay. I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit this one right quick. This is Zay Green. He Go said. Ahead. He said Justin Fields is better than Matt Ryan right now. So, so basically, what you're saying is you're going you you want to trade Matt Ryan right now, because if he sits behind Matt Ryan, he can't learn from somebody that he's already better than. Ooh. You can't drive like you said, like you said, if he's better than Matt Ryan right now. Then you must trade Matt Ryan and draft him. He's gonna he's gonna have to start from day one. Now he he's probably saying he's better than Matt Ryan because he can run. 
that's pretty much all it is. He saw that four four one speed and did the silhouette challenge and said, "Ooh, yes, four four one speed." Ooh, he 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 can run fast. He's big and he's black and he can run four four speed. That's that's all you said. All y'all see, all y'all see with Justin Fields is Cam Newton, and y'all have y'all been trying to get Cam Newton to on the Falcons forever. <laughs> it ain't happening. Sorry for you. But we it, it, we got a better chance at drafting Trey Lance than Justin uh, Fields. I'm just I'm just here to tell you, people. It ain't happening. It's not happening. I tell you right now, we have a better chance at taking Trey Lance than Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a project player. He cannot throw consistently. Period. Mm -mm -mm. So you're going to get the Q&A where we're going to still have the folks come on? Yes, let's, let's get to the uh, Q&A whenever Miss Maggie get back. I'm here. I had to check some with the boss, but we ain't going to go with it. So we're going to oh. go ahead and move on to the next. So, because we don't want no copyright, so we ain't going to do it. But uh, let's go ahead and open up the stream and come on and speak your piece about how you feel about the free agency right about now, who we need in the draft, all of that. All the all you cowards, all you cowards that said I'm a hater. And I'm hating on Justin Fields. Bring your you ass. They ain't coming on, Mike. I don't know why you do this every show. I won't say a word. I won't they say ain't. a word. You will talk. I guarantee you. I promise you, I won't say that. I will let you talk. So all you cowards, y'all talking about I'm hating. Come on right now and let your and let your voice be heard. All right. This is your time. It's in the stream right now. Bring your asses, all right? Y'all talking all that shit about me being, uh, hey, uh, I'm hating on, I'm hating on Justin Field. Well, let's go, let's get it, let's go, people. And check your mics at the door, please, because if you got a bag mic, I'm taking you off. So, come on, let's go, people. Hit that, hit that link. Hit that link hit and link. join. Let's go. go. It's open. And it can be anybody. It can be a fan of any team too. Cause we all, some reason, we always get fans. There we go. Uh -oh. We got a couple of people in the chat uh -oh. right now. ATM, I see you, but we're gonna go with um, Margie. Is that how you say it? But he's got to get his camera connected first. He got to get his camera together. And we got somebody else. Okay, well, I see Leo jumping on already. Oh, here we so go. make sure here you don't go. have to be on camera, of course. Yeah, you don't have to be on camera. Let's go. Well, who Brandon. do you want to go with first? Brandon, I want well, Brandon. He's yeah. been in there running his mouth. Let's go, Pimpin'. Let's go. Let's go, Brandon. Get the first one. <laughs> What's up with y'all? What's up, Brandon? How you doing? Thank Man. you for joining to the show. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm glad y'all had me. What's the deal? None. What's on your mind, sir? The spotlight is yours. Oh yeah, and like I said, man, you can't. It's no way you could pass on Kyle Pitts to take Gregory Russo. Like you got to really think about this. Kyle Pitts is like Randy Moss type talent. The red zone issue we had this year, and don't get me wrong, some of that's come from not running the ball. But when you got a Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, and Julio in the red zone, and you telling me you wouldn't take him to draft another Vic Beasley, uh, Cars McKinley type player? 
You remember we took uh, Vic Beasley over Gurley. And who you think regrets that decision? So all I'm saying is when you got a chance to take dynamic playmakers, you take them guys. You don't pass on them guys to go draft a defensive end or cornerback. We've been drafting defensive end and cornerbacks for the last 10 years. How many How many first and second round cornerbacks we can draft, y'all? You said first round. Man, we drafted True Fun, Collins. What's the other boy's name? Oliver, Terrell. That's five cornerbacks in the first two rounds. We drafted McKinley, Beasley, Hagerman, D. Lyman in the first two rounds. Parade Jerry, all these guys. Listen, if you got a chance to go get Kyle Pitts, you go get him. That's my opinion. I don't, you know, I know y'all feel differently. Man, Mike said that's the, that's the pretty player, but give me the pretty player. <laughs> give me the pretty player. In the but you know what? I respect you for coming on and speaking your piece, though. Yes, like Mike, Mike, Mike encourages yeah, you to come is. on and speak your. You know, he talks shit. He do, but. It's a lot of people that'll say some stuff in the chat and not not come up and speak their mind about how they feel. So we value your opinion. You know, if you feel the way you feel, we ain't gonna hate. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. No, it ain't so really. you know, we appreciate you stepping up to the plate because some of them know. Yeah, yeah. No. Wait, do y'all do y'all y'all season ticket holders? No, unfortunately. No. Unfortunately, I work on those. I I I, I, don't, I just now finally stopped working on a Sunday. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Do y'all go to the game? Yeah, I, I do yeah. go to the game. All right. So, how exciting would it be to finally see some touchdown scores? Oh, I, honestly, I don't care about touchdown. Look, I, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of I'm, look. I'm tired of scoring touchdowns. I want to see some damn interceptions. I want to see some sacks. I want to see a motherfucker stop somebody on damn third down for once. Okay? <laughs> I do too. I'm tired of seeing. I, I, I do too. You're right. You're right. Hey, like, like, like I said, do you, I do hey, hey, Brad, do, do, do you want to go through another year? I always say it every time of the Suki Hana, <laughs> only fans, slut walk defense. <laughs> I don't see nobody want to see that no more. Okay, stop. But, I, I can't but, but like I said, what you said, like I said, it is a possibility. Like you said, hey, nobody's shitting on me. Absolutely True not. True See, the thing See the thing about it is, see, with the way that uh, Fonno is kind of doing this thing right now, the reason why everybody is kind of up in arms right now because he's not letting nobody know what he's going to do. Can't nobody get a leg up on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and the thing about it, okay, style man, he can't do no worse than Dimitrov. You can't. Do <laughs> Thank brother. you, <laughs> bro. The 2012 draft class said everything to me. Smithers deserved to be gone four years ago. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, man, and we um, lost him. So let's go ahead and go to Margie. Let's go. I hope I'm saying that right. Oh my God. I'm gonna go to Margie. Then we got ATM. Then we got LS. So we're gonna go with Margie next. Please, if I'm mispronouncing your name, let's try to keep it fast as possible. You know what I'm saying? We got other people on, so we want to give everybody else a chance to speak. Oh, you got you got to fix it. You good? You got to come back. So you got to fix his mic. Okay. So we'll take you off the stream until you're ready. So let's get to ATM. And just put me some in the chat. 
and uh when you're ready so atm go ahead it's the homie what up y'all what hey. up y'all what's so, up atm I, I i got this to say for for all the people that say oh you it's okay to criticize a player but when the first thing that come out your mouth is to say how much money he making I don't want to say it because I don't want to get cussed out by Miss Maggie, but that's Gardner two stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's not what men do. Men focus on their own paper. But let me say this. Do y'all know what the top five positions in the NFL are? Top five paid positions? Mm-hmm. Quarterback, quarterback, wide receiver, defensive end, linebacker, and left tackle. For, so for you people that saying Matt Ryan and Julio and Jake Matthews making too much money, that's the market, crazy man. <laughs> you right. You right. Like I said, you can't be counting nobody's paper like that when the market is the dictate man. I agree with you. Absolutely. And I'ma say this too, K Styles. Man, ever since Last season, when you pointed out that really be running from side to side, man, I, 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 the bro, man, I, I don't know if, if it's just because. And I'm gonna say it at this, and the people in the comments, y'all can get mad at me all you want to. Hey, where's, <laughs> hey, dr- bro, I don't like that, bro. That's and I'm gonna keep it at that. I don't like that, bro. Look at everybody saying facts, ATL. Facts. Say, 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 he be doing, he be doing the cha cha slide off the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dude, man. I literally watched that man highlight. The, it, he he started doing it since since the Seahawks, the first game of the season. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he does that. That that job be making me so mad, man. Like. Bruh, and, th- and that's why I agree with Mike. Hey, he might get traded. Hey, I wouldn't be mad because you got to think about it. Foyer Luacon was drafted the same year as, uh, as really. And if you ask me, I'm paying Foyer before I pay really. I'm just saying. I'm Look, I'm, I'm in defense over offense, especially when you already got a Matt Ryan for the next two, three years. That's just me. But is that it? That's all you got, bro? Do you mind if I bring LS in a little bit and then let Margie um get um Mike together? Uh, if you don't mind, let's go ahead and add him to the screen. I'm putting you on the stream too, LS. And um ATM, turn your uh, TV down a little bit because we can hear all of that in the back. My fault, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can yes, we yes, can hear you. How you doing? Well, first thing I could go um uh, I, I say like this with Mike. I with Justin Fields. This, this is this is my take on him. Oh Lord. Now I'm not I'm not against you. I'm not against you. Now you I understand what you're saying, but I will say this. These are the things that we have to take into account when it comes down to him and a lot of folks that, that uh praise him, they don't understand. When the guy came out of high school going into college, he only played quarterback for two years. Like mm, I don't yeah, know, people yeah. don't people don't even even know that. But for him to be only playing two years and to be that accurate on all his throws, it's kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like um, Rainy Day over there at Ohio State, I don't think he developed him the best way he could. 
You know what I'm saying? Because he was there. I will. I will say this. COVID nineteen had a lot. That that had a lot to do with a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't they didn't really be out there. You know what I'm saying? They they wasn't really. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. looked like trash except for the teams that had already been together. That's why Alabama. It was so easy for them to flow through everybody. You know, Florida will flow through everybody. They they all been together. You know what I'm saying? So he was gonna have some hiccups. You know what I'm saying? Because he he do he does have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Going through his progressions, especially and understanding defense because you know defense disguises themselves. You know what I mean? But if you did put him behind Matt Ryan, he would be one of the most dangerous people coming out. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about it, when he throws that ball, it be on the money. You get what I'm saying? It, it really does be on the money. But even 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 the last year, uh, the last game, man, we all know when he played Alabama, he was not going to look like that. He was not going to look like that. That lick that he took was ridiculous. One nothing but God and adrenaline. Got that man through that guy. <laughs> that sixty yard throw that he threw, I guarantee you when he went to sleep, if he went to sleep that night, he felt that for the whole month. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was that was that was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? But his upside his upside is great, you know what I'm saying? But is he ready right now? It's gonna it's gonna take something because he wasn't he wasn't just just surgical through all through college you know what I'm saying and now you coming to the NFL it's a whole, whole other game mm-hmm. these cats are way faster they mm-hmm. way craftier and they've been in the league already they already don't been through the spirit you just coming in here. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying they already know the tricks of the trade that they was getting messed up on they gonna put them on you because they know you don't mm-hmm. know. Cause you can't take in all that information, you know what I'm saying? So the quarterback man kill all that. I don't know why they even want to hear hear about that right now. What I do <laughs> want, I am so sick and tired of the Falcons not ever having anybody to talk about on our defense. Uh, Debo and Grady. That that been a highlight. <laughs> that been a highlight. Period, bro. Like, like you mean to tell me that's the no, no, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, yeah, <laughs> but, and we could have had Tredavious White too. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Hey, 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 hey. Oh my God. Pass a collection plate. Hold on. <laughs> see, like the other guy was talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like he was talking about the players that we brought in. Yeah, we picked a lot of defensive players, but you got to look at the person who was picking them. He had oh. to be the dumbest. The dumbest. Okay, the dumbest. <laughs> Just the dumbest I ever seen in my life. Just like Dirk Cutter, he's the dumbest, the dumbest offensive coordinator I have ever. When Mike showed that video of us throwing out of them, throwing out of them run plays, man, I tell you, I don't got so so many drunk nights at the bar. Man, I just, I'm like, we are not going to run. Like, we are not going to run. Especially on this third and nine. So why are we in this formation? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's 
Any got it. It's crazy. I hate I hate what, what what these people keep talking about the offense, bro. Are you not? If you want to talk about the offense, talk about the offensive line because uh, Brown and Carpenter was that's the most trash I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. We almost had to have Brian Hill funeral last year when we played the Saints. <laughs> he got hit so hard, I passed out. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, y'all remember just, who, who that was? Carpenter? No, it, it was Brown, wasn't it? Just let them. It just was, let, um... Y'all know that play? I believe it was Carpenter. Yeah, it was Carpenter. I know exactly it's, the play you're talking about. Man, when that linebacker looked like, I ain't, I know he said, I ain't <laughs> never seen the backfield this clear before in my life. He couldn't even see an offensive lineman in his peripheral. Like, that is trash. Bro, yeah. <laughs> that is trash. Y'all got, got um... Like, that's crazy. We got Alex on the stream too, and I think this is gonna be the last person. So we might as well go ahead and add, make it a Brady bunch. Alex, All we're right. throwing you all too. And guess who brought Dirk Cutter back too? Excuse me, I meant former friend. It was Smithers that brought him back. Let's not forget that. Maybe he brought him back. Uh, yeah, former. <laughs> Yo, what's up, friend? And Smithers, the game again. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Alex? How you doing, Alex? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, so I really just have some like some some takes about what we should do in the draft because okay. this is this is really actually my first year really getting into like you know Falcons Nation and stuff. So I appreciate y'all letting me hop on. But yeah, so I so I got some information. So I, I've hearing I've been hearing some like talks about training down, which I like I like it, but I like Panay Sewell at number four. I just like he's a he's a crazy athlete, and he ain't he's not that bad at technique. Um, I've I've heard someone say in the chat that he has like concussion issues or something, um, which you know that's something that you could be weighed in. But this man, this man is a grown man. This he he gonna make some big money, and and I really like him just for, for this team because I've been looking at some stats and our pass protection, while it ain't like amazing, it's not that bad. It's actually better than our run blocking. So that guy is going to help us out a lot. And if we can't get him, then Trey Lance is like my second option uh, just because he does almost everything well. I like to throw, I like for him to throw with anticipation a little bit more. But other than that, like he's 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 a pretty solid dude. I think with Matt Ryan's help, he could get he could uh, throw with anticipation a little bit more, especially since like the scheme is like suited for him with Arthur Arthur Smith. So I like Trey Lance too. But if those two aren't there, then I, I I'm cool with trading down, maybe getting Rashawn Slater or trading down getting whoever like whoever you guys like later down the board. I'm cool with. Cause I don't really know uh, what I would take if I if we traded down, but like I have a whole mock draft on some. <laughs> yeah, I got like a whole mock draft on um on one of uh, Mad Mike's um videos, so I have it like listed. Uh, oh, but okay. yeah, I'll check that out. Okay, it's it's Jay Tefele. I, I know. I, okay. I like. I also want to touch on that one more. Uh, one thing too. Um, okay, go ahead. Uh, I. I've never watched him, but from what I've been hearing and what I, what I've been researching on um on the internet is that I've seen that 
he's not only a good run stopper, but he's also pretty good against the pass. Like, mm-hmm. it seems like he has solid enough hands to actually do something inside the pass. And he, it seems like he also can't be uh, single blocked as well. That's what I've heard, or that's what I've seen on um, on Draft Network's um, on their scouting report. I've seen it on some other scouting reports. This dude is a really can't miss prospect, and I like him next to Grady Jerry because they they gonna feast. There's some edge rushers I have uh, lower down the board, but that's 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 my piece. That's all I want to say. Mm-hmm. Hey, great comment, man. Yeah, man, I love it. You said where we can find your mock draft? Um, I think it is on the uh, the live stream where I was talking about Jay Tefele. That one where it was, okay. uh, yeah, that that's where I listed my my mock draft. Okay. Okay. Um, point me to that direction, Mike. So I'm about to say. I'm about to say. He sounds way more intelligent than Mel Kiper. Stupid. Oh ass. my <laughs> lord! Why you bring him up, K Style? Oh my lord, <laughs> He sounds better than Colin Cowherd too. Oh. Everybody sounds Oh, one more thing. I, sorry. I, one more thing. One more thing. I know we've been talking about Kyle Pitts. Um, there's another dude that I like later down the board who kind of reminds me of Kyle Pitts. Um, not that he's like great, like as good as Kyle Pitts, but his name is like Trey McKinney. He's what a pretty good athlete. He has okay enough route running, I think, and he's a solid enough blocker. And I think that's like the type of player that Arthur Smith would know how to use. Like I think mm-hmm. that that fits inside the scheme. I don't think he's like a great player, but I think he's someone that can grow and that's something that they can use. Like a Johnu Smith-esque player or something like that. I'm about to say, you can't be a good player when you got Stetson Bennett the fourth throwing you the Oh, man. K-Style, you got to stop, bro. I'm a Georgia fan, too. Don't bring that back <laughs> All right, ATM man. Um, this is your last chance to kind of give you. Uh, well, this is your chance to give you last thoughts. Um, then we go to uh, LS and Alex. We'll uh, we'll close it with you. But ATM, let's go, man. So I'm gonna end it off by saying this. Now, Mike, I told you, Lewis. I, I told you on Twitter, Lewis Riddick couldn't be trusted, right? So before, but <laughs> yeah. b- b- before his draft day, right? Uh, you know how the hype went from Fields uh, to Trey Lance, right? You want to know why? Mm-hmm. The man tweeted on Twitter, Trey Lance in either Atlanta's offense or San Francisco offense equals fire. And then guess who was the first interviewer uh-huh. at Trey Lance Pro Day 2? Lewis Riddick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, that's why I say he, he tried to change up his stance to get a job, but he not even a GM right now. I ain't even want him in the first place. Cause I knew he ain't like Ryan or Julio. I knew that would have been one of the first thing he tried to do was trade Matt Ryan and Julio <laughs> Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and we and we would have ended up with Mike Glennon as a quarterback. Oh my lord. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Knowing him that he he'd try to bring Nick Foles in this thing. Hell he helped draft his own. Hey Alex, <laughs> um somebody want the um link to your mock draft or you just put it on a video. He put it on a video. Uh, like I said, I'll find it. Uh, I got it real soon. Okay. Because people want to see it. Sorry to interrupt, but 
I'm about to say, I'm going to do my mock draft right now. Number one, Trevor. No, number one, um, let's see, Mel Kuyper Jr., stupid ass. Um, <laughs> let's see, Trevor Lawrence, uh, two through 30, we don't damn know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What you got, Ellis? Uh, this is, these are my things. One, you guys give everybody everything they need to know. It's not that hard. Like it, it, it's really not that hard when y'all talk about their defense. It, it's pretty much just self-explanatory. Now, who I would like to see, Aziz Ojolari, and this is why, all throughout his career, yes. high school for Georgia, every time we needed a stop, he caused a fumble or he got a sack. Mm-hmm. He have ended games. Yeah. Look at Roquan Smith. Aaron, look at Roquan Smith. We are the he's the reason we won against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He stopped him. When we needed him, he stopped them. You know what I'm saying? And how can we just sit here and look at Matt Ryan get beat up every year? And we don't want to dish out the same punishment to nobody else. I just don't understand. <laughs> we don't want to hit quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? That everybody just want to see our quarterback run around the field and throw some, and throw some passes. We don't matter if you lose. <laughs> just go ahead and just juke a couple people, throw some bombs, and we can lose the game. Because just like this, <laughs> look, look, look at Tom Brady. When they bring up Tom Brady, one thing I say always, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with 13 Points. Yeah. 13. 13 yeah. points. 13 points. Right. <laughs> There's yeah. no argument against that. 13 yeah. points against the number one offense. Yeah. 13 points. Man, y'all, I don't want to hear nothing else about no offense. <laughs> Just, I don't want to. I, I don't want to hear. I want to injure somebody else's offense. I want to take somebody else off the field. I so you like want an Adamic player, huh? I think it's gonna be deep in the draft in the uh, defense. I think it's gonna be a defense-led draft. That's Hold what up. I feel. Hold yeah, because it's embarrassing. Look at Marcus Mariota. He looked like a Hall of Famer against us. Jamin Winston. He looked like a Hall of oh, Famer against God. us. Oh my Lord! Look at all the trash, man. Every trash quarterback they bring in the third screen when they play us. Oh, we lost oh, they to a tight like end at quarterback. We lost oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> hold on. Oh, don't, don't hey. even. Oh, man. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I want, I want to piggyback on something LS just said. He said they lost. They, they beat the number one. Did you realize Tom Brady beat the number one offense in two consecutive Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a true fact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's why I might. And that's why Mike said, how the hell can you be the GOAT and you throw three interceptions? Get out of here with that bull crap. There was something I wanted to touch on about that um, Aziz Ojolari thing. Um, I think that's that's the guy that um, is a little bit he, – he's like um, – he's not that raw, I don't think. I, I forgot. There's another dude that, um, that I, I uh, saw. In um in the scouting report that that um thought were pretty similar, and honestly, I'm not a huge fan of this edge rusher class except for like Jalen Phillips, 
But even still, mm-hmm. I don't really think that I don't. I don't really think that that's our guy. I don't really want to take him. Like, I like some guys lower down the board. Um, this is a dude named William Bradley King, who I think is just pretty good as a pass rusher. Um, yep, uh, Chris Rumpf. He has fast hands. He's in, he, there's nothing really else to say about Chris Rumpf. He's 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 crazy. Um, I don't think he can do it all the time, but he's 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 really good. Um, I think that there's some there's some actual value later down the draft that are just some polished people that can get after the quarterback and generate some pressure. So Grady Jarrett won't be all alone, but. I personally am not a just – I don't really want to take that risk on taking Aziz Ojolari, even though he's actually one of uh, the better edge rushers that I have on my on my board. Yeah, I can see them taking him if they trade back. If they trade if they trade back to, like, the mid-20s, I can see them taking Aziz. Yeah, now if they trade down, I, I, I like that yeah. pick. But. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not at the mm-hmm. four, just after you yeah. trade down. You got to be right. trade down. You know what I'm saying like that's what I figure they're gonna do. It don't make sense. I mean, I like like I, like you said earlier, like outside of the offensive uh, uh Sewell, I don't see why we're at four. Like I don't I don't I don't right. see what we're stated. It's at. gonna be a lot of people gunning for that four spot. Trust me. Exactly. I love I love I like the uh the Gilmore like like the like with the Patriots. Let me tell you something. If we could, if that could happen. You know what I'm saying? We get to get more a couple picks. And we get oh, like, hey, I go to sleep. I go to sleep. I go to sleep. You say, you say, Gilmore. Hey, look, look, look. Gilmore is not going to get beat like Isaiah Oliver and, and, and Kim Michelle. <laughs> that is not going to happen. That is not going to happen. But let's be real, though. I wanted Isaiah Oliver gone, and I'm gonna be the first. I haven't heard anybody. I'm gonna be the first person to say. I'm gonna be honest. I wanted Isaiah gone last season, but I'm man enough to admit when he uh switched to slot corner, he played his ass off, bro. I gotta give Isaiah yeah, Oliver all his props, bro. I got to. I got to tell you that what happened. That's a fact. I got to. I got to. I I think that I like Isaiah Oliver a lot. Honestly, I'm I'm like the biggest Isaiah Oliver fan, I think that he just needs technique, like just just uh, help with his technique. Because when you look at his film, he has it in his repertoire, but it's consistency. He can't, he's not consistent with that. Um, He gets beat a little bit too often, or not a little bit, he gets beat too often. And I think if he can clean that up, then then we're looking with something. Because now we have Isaiah Oliver who has who has promise and he has length and he has the athletic ability. We got AJ Terrell who's likes that. And then we just need a nickel corner probably in the draft or, Oh, we have Dequees, uh Denara too. who's still there. And if you resign him, that, that can be uh, something that you can interchange him on the boundary or in the nickel. Now you, you have a whole bunch of people that you can play in a whole bunch of different spots. That's what Dean Pease loves that. And see, this is why, I've said like with Isaiah Oliver, he's a guy that you want to move. Like when he played um, in college, they moved him from both sides. And that's something that Dan Quinn neglected to do when he got to the NFL. They just put him on one side and say, okay, this is your side. Let's do this. And in the NFL, guys are smart. Quarterbacks, they think they can see the slightest technique issue with you. They can see the slightest technique issue, and that's the thing with him. It's all technique. And if a quarterback like Tom Brady, he sees something, 
he's going to hit it immediately. And if you don't have a free safety who can get to the spot, that's the key. He's going to make he's going to make a quarter, uh, your cornerbacks look a lot worse than what they are. And I've all I said from the beginning, we gotta get a free safety who can get to the spot. It's not necessarily all about you know his intelligence, his uh, his awareness. It's about the ability to get to a spot. And Ricardo Allen can't get to the spot. He's not that athletic. He's probably the worst athletic guy, uh, the least athletic guy in the secondary. And he's our free safety. That is a major issue. That's the real reason why you saw Isaiah Oliver come back to, to the forefront because you didn't, you, he wasn't on the island sitting behind goddamn, he wasn't on the island sitting behind damn Ricardo Allen. He was covered, he was being covered by guess who? Foyer and Deion Jones, the best two cover <laughs> linebackers in the league right now. It's about teamwork. This is why one player, one player, if you see one player, and I said this over and over again, okay, over and over again, when you see one player on the defense consistently get picked on, that is all on the damn coaches, period. Yeah. That's a fact. Let's get yeah. this last um, comment right there, people. What are y'all thoughts on? Right. I actually have a lot. I have a lot of comments on that. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to just wrap it up and say one. So, <laughs> and this be your last little question for the night. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's the guy from Penn State, and that's the guy that I was like um, comparing uh, Ojolari to because I thought that they were almost similar, but not really. Like uh, Ojolari, in my opinion, has more polish than Osai, um, and he's like uh, he's like Gregory Rousseau, I guess, is something that I can compare him to, but just not with like the length or something, not with like the extreme physical traits, but I think he he has like some speed, like some really crazy speed, and has like a lot of potential to be a really good um, edge rusher. But the key word is potential. Like it's it's not, it's not what we, if we're looking for that franchise ed edge rusher that needs to be developed, then okay. But me personally, I'm all about trying to improve, 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 improve. Uh, at least with the Falcons, like I want them to improve every year, and we like I want to be the contender that you think about almost every single time, every single year, because I don't want us to be slept on. We getting slept on a whole bunch when we actually have a whole bunch of talent, a whole bunch of potential. I don't want more potential because we already have that. So that's that's my that's my take. Yeah, that's great. I know how I feel. Like, like I, I, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm a UGA boy, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to always fight for life. UGA. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what I'm saying? You throw it in my face God. now. God damn. Hey. <laughs> K-Style, well, nobody you, told K you to pick Georgia Tech over UGA, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, I can't, hey, hey, I, I can't, I can't do, I can't do Georgia. I'm sorry. I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's a house divided. That's brother-in-law. So <laughs> technically, it's not a house divided because I'm the only one over here. It's it, it, it's a mismatch. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we finna get that natty. So you know, what I'm saying? he's gonna have some more to swallow. Oh, hey, I know you finna wrap up. So I'm gonna say this right here. Um, for those that don't know, for all my Falcons and Bulldogs fans, we were zero and eight with a subpar pass rush 
and an incompetent, egotistical coaching staff. So what do you think we're going to do when we have competent coaching staff that know what they're doing and that are creative? And for my Bulldogs fans, well, you said a key we, word know right what, there. Creative. we know what JT Daniels going to do. So if you think what? Jake Fromm is better than JT Daniels, you need to put the crap pipe down. Oh. Wait, 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 Stetson Bennett the fourth. Let's get on. Now, now you was not you wrong. No, 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 look, 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 look. No, and I said this before. If JT Daniels would have been healthy from the beginning of the season, oh yeah, for sure, y'all would have been in the playoffs. For sure, our asses can't even sniff the goddamn bitches. Damn. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll talk about his own team now. I'll talk about it. Hey, y'all get really players suspended over there. That's what y'all yeah. do. Y'all get players suspended on the other team. Man. <laughs> no, 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 no. At least we don't get our players arrested up in that motherfucker up there in damn asses. At least your basketball team good this year, though. Yeah, we just lost today, though. But like I said, hey, they doing a lot better. But – we got we got about another couple years before we be competitive. I mean, it, if that whatever, just know I don't. I'm not a bandwagon guy. Just know I'm gonna stick with them away. And to Tev, yes, there are tech fans. There's probably like six of them in the state of Georgia, but I'm one of them. I, I just got gonna... one question for you guys, though, man. Like Mike, Mike, man, like 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 Maggie K style. Like, what do y'all think? Like we all we all believe in the DPs right now. Like if you could say, like when he comes in, what part of the defense is like you just know he is gonna upgrade them? You know oh. what I'm saying? Like you know, like like what position? Like you know, like it's gonna be. <laughs> but we had some games where our defense, like man, if we had the right coach, well, like we could just shut down anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but what do you really think? Is it the D line? The line, like like what do you think is it going to be his specialty? Who are he going to upgrade? It's, if they bring in, they draft somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like the development. Right. It's always been simple to me. The Falcons never—they have never, never had to worry about talent. They've never had to worry about. We've always had talents going back to the 70s, 60s, 70s. The team has always had talent, even with the defensive side of the ball. When you go back to even the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, we've always had, and we've always been known for our defense. This team. His offense uh, always had issues with offense. Our offense has always been an issue. We've never suffered from a defense, a lack of defense. Never. Going back, like I said, going back to the 60s, we've never had that. Our first linebacker, Tommy Novus, he was one of the best linebackers of all time. Right, he don't get no respect, but that's a whole other thing. But the mentality for this defense, uh, for this team, I think that's where he's going. This team is soft. It's soft as fucking baby shit. 
These guys, that's why I was talking about. This is what I was talking about. That damn do boy at safety. All right. I, I look, he's a nice guy, but I'm tired of all these damn nice guys. I need somebody with a with mentality that's come in. Look, I'm coming in to bust your mother freaking head. Y'all remember Scott Case? Yeah. <laughs> Scott Case didn't give yeah. up who you are. He going to knock you out. Jesse the Hammer Tuggle. Why you think his son's so good? Mm-hmm. This is the reason. What, this is what I'm talking about. You got to be mentally prepared for these games. Nobody fears the Falcons' defense. Everybody, look, this is the reason why he called his motherfucker the Suki Hunter. What? Suki Hunter. Everybody get a turn on this. Look, everybody gets a turn with this defense. Nobody's afraid of it. Damn, we the NFL doorknobs. Damn. I mean, I've been reading the comments. They've been talking bad about our defense, everything. It's it's not even funny. Whenever you get you, your defense is soft. Bruh. Bruh, bruh, think about it. When offense, <laughs> when, when the Falcons' defense have at least third and 15, the oh, offenses are happy. That says a lot. <laughs> Does no, yeah. no one remember when I just know we gonna fuck it up. I just know I'm at home, bro. I'm at home and I know it's early 28. I know we gonna fuck it up. Yeah. They literally dropped Jacob to Tui Manor in coverage. Oh man, I I knew it became an issue like once like the first game once uh Russell Wilson got forced inside that third and long like what, was third and twenty something and they threw it Ricardo Allen had that uh that that pass interference. I oh knew, my lord! Since, since then I started like getting a little antsy on third and third downs, <laughs> third especially thirds and shorts. I was on oh, oh no yeah we we, we were toast. We <laughs> lost to the Cowboys. I almost. Cried because oh man, that, <laughs> that felt like Super Bowl. I almost cried, bro. I was so mad. Hey, I, I almost, almost cried, cried too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I wanted to, man. Oh my god! Man, I thought the yeah. twenty-eight was. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I hear twenty-three all the time. Don't bring that up. Do not bring that game. <laughs> I will fight. You. I swear to God, we're gonna fight. Oh hey, god. this defense was doomed from the start when Raheem Moore said that he prepared for Chris Carson instead of Russell Wilson. Oh my gosh. Oh, man, you have to say that again. Oh my God. He was just throwing the ball all the time. It was, oh my hey, Sal, can we get that sound bite? You're, you're great at those. Like, we, we, we need to get that sound bite. <laughs> Oh, before, before, before we get the before we get the sorry ass belly tubby shit, I want to remind y'all something. Cowboys, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go down and listen. Cowboys didn't recover mm. a kick. Chicago, Nick uh-huh. Foles came in the second half and damn near became the Super Bowl MVP again. Yeah. Where I cried at was the Detroit game. No, oh, yeah. three plays. Oh my god, in three plays oh, with fifty seconds. 
in 50 seconds with no timeout, gave up three throws and a touchdown. And Todd Gurley got the blame because he scored a touchdown. That right there. We that can't is even afford the most to embarrassing score. thing. Don't forget, we almost blew the Denver here. game too, bro. True. Last it, it went to the wire. Yes. We got to find girly people. Going. How do we get rid of Bro, remember. We lost because we scored. <laughs> 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 we can't even afford to score because we already know in one minute it's gone. <laughs> I had wow. a question, everybody. That um, a couple of people in the chat since we're talking about Todd Gurley, do y'all think they bringing them back? Nope, 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 nope. And the thing is, oh, or should oh, like I like Todd Gurley because I used to I I, I didn't like Todd Gurley initially because um I was I, I actually watched a, another YouTube channel. Uh, previous, and they were talking about how Todd Gurley, like, was really only getting like a whole bunch of yards due to like the scheme, like the blocking. They had a whole bunch of motions, like in the box. Yeah, Todd Gurley could do his thing a little bit, but that wasn't the main reason how he was getting all those yards. And especially you add in a, a, a offensive coordinator that really can't call no plays that actually to move the ball, and Todd Gurley's not getting any yards. Point blank, simple. Yeah. Todd Gurley so. got Derrick Rose knees. So I'm, I'm done with it. I'm going to just say this. I said it. I, I said it. Go ahead. I'm going to just say this. I think Todd Gurley should come back only. And the only reason why I say should is because Arthur Smith runs an outside zone run scheme. And that's what Todd Gurley is very, very good at. And he's a touchdown machine, too. We no, didn't use I, anybody I right on the offense. <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And, I like- and, and another thing about Todd Gurley that 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 doesn't get enough credit is that he's an excellent pass receiver. He's excellent. He has excellent hands. And like I said, that um, I think K Styles gave you the stats. I think. Oh, 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 Total recession for the oh, running backs this season. No. I actually looked that up, too, and I didn't really like it. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to say, I'm going to give it to him. It was around 50-something receptions. <laughs> but Ty Gurley had the most receiving yards from the running back from the running back position. It was like about 260 yards. That third and two? <laughs> that third and two? <laughs> Oh, that, I was done. I don't want to. He went back 18 yards, didn't he? Like, oh, I can't. I don't really trust him. They, it looked like they pushed him. They didn't put game and hit him with the elbow or nothing. It looked like they just pushed him back. <laughs> <laughs> like, his knees and his hips are gone. Like, it's, it's over with. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, it's, but he can't pass for 10. I, I, I give you that. Like, like you're not going to tell. I, I, give, I give you that. He is physical. Enough, yeah. Oh my God. I, I would I say this to this Reggie. Red, he can't afford to be asking for a lot more money. You know what I'm saying? He really That's can't. True. You know, yeah. he's going to ask for it, but he's going to have to settle it. <laughs> That's the only reason why I propose him to come back. And the only reason why I really propose him to come back because this is a new offense. And when you have a right. new offense, you need a guy 
that's going to be familiar with the quarterback to make the quarterback uh, comfortable. Eo Smith cannot pass protect. Okay, this is oh my right out there. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a great. That man got a concussion trying to pass protect. <laughs> and that and that happens. Yeah, yeah. That and we have Quadri Otterson, and we don't know what we got from Quadri. So those two running backs right there off the rip that. We don't know what they are in pass protection. And yeah. we know that Ty Gurley is excellent in pass protection, and he has great hands. So that's the reason why I'm bringing him back. But it's not for to be a lead backer. He's going to be a rotational piece. And where he is in his career right now, he's excellent in the goal line. He's going to score touchdowns. Even in a down year, the dudes had like seven, eight touchdowns this year. I'm not mistaken. Same as Aaron Jones. If, if I'm keeping yeah. it honest, like, if I'm keeping it honest, I'm actually not, like, I don't really mind Todd really being a lead back. I just don't really like him in the pass game. Like, I saw him bobble uh, a catch that was, like, a simple a simple throw from Matt Ryan. I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. We can't do this. But there's, there's a guy in the draft that I really like. His name is Demetric Felton. And he's like he's he's essentially a wide receiver playing uh, running back. Like he lit up um, corners at the Senior Bowl. He like torched them. So imagine what he's going to do against linebackers. Now he he isn't like the best like running back again like through the tackles, but um, we have we have players for that. And I also in the mock draft um, I have another running back that we also took um, Jared Jared Patterson who kind of like combats his deficiencies so i but like he in the past game was just crazy it, it's it's not even funny like he's a he's a mismatch mitch mismatch nightmare that's that's the word to put so alex he's basically like a curtis samuel in a way like yeah 100 percent. like he's curtis samuel that plays running back like Anything better than anything. Just, just start talking about girl. I'm sorry. I, 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 it took him a whole play clock to get to get close to the scrimmage line. Like it, it just, it just. You gotta hold engine, man. It, it take too long to start it. I, I, I can't. I can't. Hello. Okay. I got, I got stats right here. I'm gonna uh -oh. read, read these stats. Uh -oh. Hold on, that we're gonna end it on his stats. <laughs> okay. Remember what we said about the running backs being involved in the passing game, right? Right. Okay. The leading receiver out the backfield, I, I, I was corrected. It was Brian Hill with oh. 199 yards. That's it? <laughs> how, how, how many receptions? To the running backs at all. 25 receptions for 199 yards. Todd Gurley, 25 receptions for 164 yards. <laughs> I'm telling you, Demetrius Felton, we need him, bro. So essentially, no. essentially your back, so essentially your backfield combined for seventy-eight receptions for three hundred and eighty-something yards. That's like what one back can do. <laughs> no, that's all four backs combined. <laughs> <laughs> That's like three yards of reception. That that's fucking that's terrible. Okay? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I, I give Arthur Blank a lot of blame, man. We we don't we don't talk about him enough. I, I give him a lot 
a lot of blame. Arthur Blaine, really no Arthur Blaine is a money man. This went on for too he's long. Yeah. Yes. He hold that he held on. He's a money man, and he trusted Thomas Dimitra, and Thomas Dimitra took full advantage, complete advantage of that situation. And yeah. that, 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 that's what it comes down to. It comes down to it. He took advantage because some guys put their money into their guys. They trust their guys. Um, and Arthur Blank trusted him to get a job done, and he used it. He used that situation to his advantage. And that's what we're seeing right now. That's why we're talking about accountability. He wanted he wanted everything to go his way, and it ended up costing the Falcons. But, you know, it is what it is now. Um, we got a new head coach right now. We got a new general manager, and this is – we got to wait and see, man. I know a lot of people like, uh, you know, saying that or waiting for it, but it's a wait-and-see league, to be honest. Um, we can be in the Super Bowl next year, or we can be right back in the draft next year. We have that uh, potential, especially with a quarterback like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and those guys. I know we have the ability to get back to the Super Bowl just on our offense alone if they stay healthy. So um, I appreciate everybody for joining us, man. LS, ATM, Alex, man, um, you guys stay um, stay with us for a few seconds. We want to talk to you afterward, but. Um, everybody who joined us, um, whether you're on Atlanta Falcons Nation, if you haven't hit us up on Atlanta Falcons Nation, please hit us up. Hit us up. Hit that subscribe button so we can get to a thousand. Um, man, this has been a damn good show. Every this time been we, us. This has been a damn good show, man. We're gonna do. We're definitely gonna do this more often. Yeah. Um, it may be Miss Maggie uh, and J Rock. Uh, it may be all of us. You don't know what the hell we're going to do from time to time. I mean, hell time, we don't know what we're going to do. But um, I appreciate everybody for joining us. Um, K-Styles, what is it? What it what, how it go now? Before we do that. <laughs> oh, we got a new first time of Dr. Emma Quack. Thank you for watching. Make sure you hit the subscribe. Oh, or go to Atlanta Falcons Nation and subscribe. Also. Depending on where you're watching. Yes, please share the videos. Thanks for the content. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Millie. Go ahead. Okay, Stab. We're going to let him say his last word. Okay, my last word here is go back and look at the Green Bay Packer game. No, no, no. No, with a new bell. No, no. This is why we want defense. <laughs> if you see a corner and a, if you see if you see Keanu Neal tackle the the tight end at the line of scrimmage, get back up and be nobody within twenty yards of him for a touchdown. <laughs> and not even just that, it was one play when they had six guys open. I didn't even know you could do that. Oh man, no. <laughs> No, that was uh, Jamal Carter, uh, K Styles. Oh, Jamal Carter. Yeah, was that it? wasn't Keanu. That was oh, Jamal yeah, Carter, yeah. bro. Oh, so, yeah, that's right. That, 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 oh, that was, that's right. That was old slipping in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god! At the end of the day, we want this team to be tough. We got to go back to the grits blitz mentality, as Mike said. Now, that Grizz Blitz defense, that was one of the worst offensive 
teams in Falcons history at that time because we didn't make the playoffs. But <laughs> this cookie cutter, Suki Hana, Amber Rose, Amber Rose, Choir <laughs> Boy, Soft Ass Guys need to grow some nuts and step up. <laughs> but as Mike said, you ain't got to go home. But you got to get the get up out of here. Appreciate you, Tab, as well. Thank you. Like we really, we really put our blood, sweat, and tears into these shows, and we open it up to our fans, and they're awesome as well. So we appreciate everybody. We definitely do. We'll see y'all probably back on Monday if ain't nothing else popping off for the weekend. As right. far as Falcons content, because you know the Falcons still making a lot of moves. Well, no, not really. I ain't gonna say that they ain't making no big splashes in the free agency, <laughs> but we making cute splashes in the. <laughs> we making... No, no, we don't need cute. Cute is dead. Cute, <laughs> cute, cute died with. We don't need that no more. We we pick we you know we doing what we can do what we can do what work we do. Hey hey, hey the, shirt, the, the shirt says it all. It is. It is. <laughs> all right, y'all have a great weekend, everybody. We going to hang out at Miss Maggie's driveway. Well, come on in. I got a uh, chicken. I got beer. Let's do it. <laughs> Good night, people. Good night, people. Be safe.